0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fetke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending August 15th of 2020, a new pandemic low for jobless claims, the kind of homes that are pricing higher, and a poll on the future of Social Security. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week, and a stalemate in Congress over a new round of stimulus. Both sides are blaming the other for the holdup, while millions of Americans are coming up short on the money they need to pay their bills. Meanwhile, the number of weekly federal unemployment applications fell below 1 million for the first time since the pandemic began. It's the second week in a row that claims have dropped significantly. The number of continuing claims also dropped to a new pandemic low of 15.5 million. That's leading some to believe that more people are returning to work because the $600-a-week unemployment bonus has expired there are also more jobs available. The Labor Department reported almost 6 million job openings in June. That's about half a million more than the month before, and about 1 million less than the number of pre-pandemic job openings. But that's still far short of what's needed. MarketWatch reports that there are still three unemployed workers for each job opening. The unemployment rate is dropping, but it's still high at 10.2%. Consumer prices jumped a bit in July. The government says the Consumer Price Index rose 0.6%. It's the second month in a row that prices have gone up. That brings the yearly rate of inflation to about 1%. The yearly rate was 0.6% in June and as high as 2.5% at the beginning of the year before the pandemic began. People are shopping, but not as much as analysts expected. Retail sales were up 1.2% for the month of July. Economists had expected to see a 2% increase. They say the lower number could indicate a slowdown in spending because of a surge in new coronavirus cases and the lack of a new stimulus package. The needle on consumer sentiment didn't move much from July to August. The University of Michigan says it was up slightly, but only by a fraction of one point. Mortgage rates reversed course this past week and went up eight basis points. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was 2.96% with eight-tenths of a point lender fee. The average 15-year was 2.46%. And in other news-making headlines, refinancing your home just got more expensive. The Federal Housing Finance Agency announced a new half-point fee for all refinancing loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The so-called adverse market fee takes effect on September 1st, but lenders may add that fee to loans being processed right now that haven't locked yet. The industry is outraged over the announcement because that half point fee will add another $1,400 onto a typical refinancing loan. The Mortgage Bankers Association, the National Association of Realtors, and others quickly responded. They called the fee a poorly timed decision that will hurt homeowners struggling with monthly expenses and are asking that it be reversed. The fee does not apply to purchases. Home prices continue their upward climb with the biggest price gains for starter homes. The average home price for all homes rose 4.2% in May compared to last year. For homes in the lower third-price category, prices rose 6.7% compared to a year ago. Demand has been skyrocketing for those less expensive homes as inventory shrinks. The supply of homes was 30% lower this last May than it was in 2019. And one reason for the lack of supply is the lack of foreclosures. Researchers at Atom Data Solutions and Realty Track say that completed foreclosures in July were down 80% from a year ago to just 2,163 properties. That's a 14% drop from June. Foreclosures have stalled because of pandemic-related moratoriums. Tracks Rick Sharga says, Even as mortgage delinquency rates climb, foreclosure activity continues to be artificially low due to moratoriums put in place by the federal and state governments. He says it's inevitable that there will be a significant increase in foreclosures once those moratoria have expired. And Social Security worries are growing. A majority of younger Americans are not confident about the survival of the Social Security system. A new poll by AARP shows that 57% of all Americans don't feel they can rely on Social Security. If you break that down into age groups, 59% of people between the ages of 18 and 29 are not confident about Social Security's future, while 41% say they are. The numbers are worse for people between the ages of 30 and 49. 72% don't have confidence in it, while just 28% say they do. Between the ages of 50 and 64, it's about half and half, but tips towards the not-so-confident. For people who are currently eligible for Social Security, 65% are confident about the program, while 35% are not. The takeaway from this story is that retirement plans should be diversified, with money coming from sources that will not evaporate. Investing in hard assets like real estate can prevent that from happening. You can get comprehensive real estate news and a wealth of information about real estate investing at our website at newsforinvestors.com. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we'd love to get your five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're using. Thanks so much in advance. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thank you for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.